Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the New European Podcast. My name is Richard Porritt and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello Snowflakes. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. You're on, you're on holidays. I am. I'm on my jolly holidays. This is what I do on holiday, come in and chat to you. You're, you're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I am. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I'm not sure anyone said Merry Christmas to me until you just did. Yes, and, and me, me too. Isn't it funny how Christmas changes as you become older? It is. This is a lovely podcast. So old dad's podcast. Have you noticed the policemen are getting younger as well these days? Yes. Yes, they are. They are. Um, we are going to do the news. We are going to do the of news, Of course. Yes. And then we will do a Brexit of the Week. Well, we'll, do, we'll talk about the Brexiteers of the year. Ah, right. So, excuse me if I'm a little bit out of the loop, because... You've been frankly, away. Frankly, since the election, I've been trying to keep a low profile... The yes. only place I've come for my news was actually to listen to our own podcast. <laughs> Which <laughs> so, confirmed that the Tories have won. Yeah, oh God, it did happen. It did. Um, we had some nice messages uh, over the weekend of people saying thanks for still being jolly on Friday. Yes, that's um, right. I think that was partly to do with not sleeping. The sleep perhaps. deprivation, and I think I was possibly still a little bit tipsy from the night before. Yeah, and so uh, uh, are we still jolly? To I, recap, well, we're going to talk about coping strategies. Right, good. Uh, well, I could definitely do with that, because I've spent on. much of the week in, just under the covers. Because some of the uh, some of the listeners have sent in their, their coping strategies while you've been away. Excellent. I could do with some of them. So that's going to be good. That would be worth coming so in. So that will be good. For. We're going to talk about Labour. We're going to talk briefly yeah. about the Tories. Yeah. I thought, since you've been out of the loop, yeah. I would start by... Putting me in the loop. Putting you in the loop, basically. Good, good. Yeah. squeezing me so, into that loop. So, Andrew Bridgen... Yes. The, what of him? The Brexiteer, um, <laughs> the Brexiteer MEP. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the Brexiteer MP, rather. Yeah, yeah. Now, in, the, um, in the, the previous edition of the New European, the one that is now um, off sale, um, the election aftermath special... There was a quiz which uh, which I wrote. It was a quiz about things that we discovered in the um, in the election campaign. And one of the things we discovered in the election campaign was the chat up line that Andrew Bridgen used Ooh. Ooh. to chat up his um, younger uh, and frankly much more attractive than Andrew Bridgen wife. Yeah, um, who has set up a, a thing? I think it's called. It might be called Westminster Wags. It's a it's a sort oh, of yes, yeah, lifestyle yeah, yeah. blog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget what her name is. Um, but uh, she's younger and much more attractive than Andrew Bridgen. Not difficult, frankly. Uh, I think she hails from Eastern Europe. Yeah. 
Um, and um, do you know what the do you know what the chat up line was? Oh, I'm really keen because I, I could. I, I mean, I'll share with you some of my chat up lines if you want. It was I make cracking mashed potatoes, which I'm not sure unless right. it's a euphemism. I don't know what it'd be a euphemism for. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think you can just. It must have been in a conversation, wasn't it? You I can't have just. I don't think you just sidle up to somebody in a in a in a bar and say, <laughs> "I make cracking mashed potatoes." Yes, exactly. I was trying to make it sexy. Then it's not exactly. Well, I have mean, you, have you fallen from heaven or whatever? Yes, I, or indeed, m- m- mashed potato. Mashed potato is a strange side dish, in my opinion. Do you like mashed potato with with uh, a a roast luncheon and b a Christmas dinner? I would expect it with both of those. I do like it. That's because we're from the north. See, other people, soft southerners, as yeah, I call them. Yeah. I don't want to be divisive now. No. I want to include everybody in our big tent, yeah, our broad church. If the north was that good, we would have moved back. To be fair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we are proud northerners. We are. Yeah. Who no longer live no there. No longer. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what the Southerners have instead of mashed potatoes? Well, they, they, they view this as an aberration, and they just they don't have mashed potatoes. What, with they, anything? They just have roast. Well, they don't have mashed potato with well, anything. Well, they have mashed potato with the old pie and mash and liquor, pie don't and they? Mash, and the old sausage and mash, yeah. but they don't have it with a roast in it. No, mash is, a good mash is brilliant. Bad mash <sighs> ruin the whole Nothing thing. Nothing worse. Oh, sm- hey, if Smash would like to sponsor the podcast... Can you still get smashed? I think so, yeah. This is back to the our two old... It's like the Grumpy Old Men they, podcast. They call it Huddersfield. <laughs> it was one of the best adverts. I thought, oh my God, someone knows that we exist. Exactly. It, it would have been like um, when Accrington Stanley were met. Yeah. If you were a fan of Accrington <laughs> Stanley on that milk marketing board advert. Uh, so Andrew Bridging, anyway, yes. so he has... He's written a letter mm. to Boris Johnson... Mm. And it says the country now needs to go through a healing process. Mm. We are moving uh, on from the Brexit argument to building a one-nation people's government. What was his <laughs> suggestion to how to facilitate I love, this? I love when MPs kiss the PM's arse and yeah. they just reel out all the things that the PM's been saying. Yes. You know, you're so brilliant. You're yes. so brilliant. Um, do you know what his suggestion was? Uh, is it mashed potato related? No, it's Maybe not. Maybe it should be. It isn't. Free mash His for suggestion all. How, how to begin the healing <coughs> process and build a one nation's people's mm. government was mm. to give Nigel Farage a knighthood. A perfect idea. Yeah. Yeah. And he also said that Aaron Banks should be admitted to the Conservative Party. He said, in the je- in, in the spirit of, of conciliation, <laughs> you might want to think about giving Ken Clark a peerage or maybe even a knighthood. Oh, well, I, could, I mean, I, I'm all for that. The other two, not so much. Yeah. So Andrew Bridging remains. An Do you know who else would have used mashed potato as a chap line? Uh, who? B- Badger from Bodger and Badger. Oh, Do you remember yes. Bodger and Badger? That's right. He loved mashed potato. He, he, loved like, mashed but he used to throw it, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And I'm, I really am not a fan of food fights. Food fights were something that seemed to be normalised in the eighties from American TV and movies. Yes. I um I hate that. You don't like to see it. Why? Well, because, because of the it's, waste. it's wasteful, absolutely. It's wasteful. Well, of course, John Belushi started the, the food fight in Animal House with mashed potato. Yes. He? Because he put mashed potato in his mouth and said, what am I now? Yeah. And he popped it, his, and it, yeah. it was a zit, wasn't it? We need to... Yeah, that's right. And then there was food yeah. fight. Yeah, we need to be very respectful of our food stuffs. That's good. So do not throw them. Good. You'd like, you're becoming like Greta Thunberg now, aren't you? How dare you? Uh, how dare you? Uh, I've got another little question for you here. Um, 
What has what what's the big news of the week about JD Weatherspoons? I went in one on Which Saturday is with, of course, by the Brexiteer Tim Martin. Oh, you've broken your your boy. I went in one de- just down here on the river. Yeah. The and Queen of Iceni. Uh, is that what it's called? Okay. So in Norwich. I needed to kill some time. We'll be familiar to uh, people who come to watch Norwich City. Oh, I need to kill some time with my mother. Oh, yeah. And I took her in, and this is what she does. It doesn't matter where you take her. This is what she does. And you're like, oh, it's nice in here. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the bar <laughs> and, and ordered. Ooh, oh, it's lovely. Isn't it? It's lovely in here, isn't it? Isn't it lovely? We should eat in here. I went, Mum, it's a Weatherspoons pub. I'm sure we can do a bit better than a Weatherspoons pub. She said it was lovely. We didn't, was lovely. We didn't eat there. Good. Good. Uh, do you know what the big news is? Oh, is that not it? No, they've run out of something. <laughs> oh. Uh, what would they have run out of? Blue Wickeds? Uh, they've run out of pigs in blankets. I had them the, last night. And the reason is that pigs in blankets are in short supply this year due to a lack of seasonal EU workers across <laughs> UK meat plants. So really run out of pigs in blankets? Thank you very much to Tim Martin. They put out a, a, a message saying that they are serving pigs without their blankets. Isn't that just a sausage? It is, in, in do, fact, just a sausage. Do you, do you like pigs in blankets? I love pigs in oh, blankets. Oh, man, they're great. One have of you the had, best things about Christmas. Have you had... Um, have you had oh, it's like brie, I think, in blankets. No, it's oh. not, that's not for me. Oh, man, you'd love it. No. You would? M&S. Brie in a blanket. Okay, I'll give it a go. Give it a for go. MS Party Foods. My podcast friend. Yeah. Um, and then my third thing is, and this ties into our, our discussion, we are going to start talking about. Are we going to do some politics? We're going to, do, we're going to start talking <laughs> about Labour because my friend Terry Land, yeah. uh, who got married this year, yeah. and is a fine, a, a fine fellow. Lander Hoy. Uh, Lander Hoy, yes. Uh, he has received, he got a letter in the post on uh, Wednesday morning. From Len McCluskey. Did he? And he thought, this is brilliant. And I'll give you two choices. Uh, well, I won't give you two choices. So was it A, apologising profusely for Len McCluskey's selection of Jeremy Corbyn and his part in um, the disastrous Labour election campaign? Yeah. Or was it B, for another reason? Uh, B. It was B. <laughs> it was saying, um, happy Christmas. Oh, happy Christmas. Uh, you and I are now going to have to put up your subscription fees. And he said, How much by? And he, I don't know how much by, but he said it is less a period of reflection and more a period of collection, <laughs> said, said Terry, not Len McCluskey. That would have been very good. Um, and this leads into our discussion of the um, Labour leadership yes. states, which is all we've got to talk about now, isn't it? And I don't know if you saw t- the Tony Blair speech on um I saw the headlines. I saw, yeah, yeah. I would like to say you're talking about so. So, I, I think I have said this. Other readers have said this too. Um, I think that the Conservative Party are making the same mistake now that the Labour Party made in 2017, mm. where they are going. Our strategy yeah. is genius, yeah. and one, I, I got. I opened the. I opened the, the Sunday Times on Sunday. A fine thing. It is. Uh, three pages. In fact, I opened the actual times on on Saturday, which also is is a fine thing. Three spreads. <laughs> you after a job. Three spreads of yes, yes please. <laughs> uh, three spreads of gen- the genius of Dominic Cummings yeah. and the strategy of yeah. Boris Johnson and how he proved not a mention in there of the, the fact that they ran against 
Jeremy Corbyn. Well, it, yeah, do you know what? I think you've hit the nail right on the head. Because how many times have a we toffee said... toffee apple could have beaten Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> a half-chewed toffee apple on a dirty stick yeah. could have beaten Jeremy Corbyn. But and and Labour, Labour make this mistake. Our 2017 exactly, manifesto is a worker genius. Jeremy Corbyn's a great leader. No, no. they ran against... A terrible campaign. Toffee apple on a, a stick. And a manifesto that said we are basically going to take your house off yeah. you when you go when you go a bit doolally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So this is the time not of the great politician but of the really, really bad ones. Well, exactly. And mm. Tony Blair said, I would like to see the strategic brilliance of Dominic Cummings and Boris Johnson measured against a team other than one whose defence was absent in the stands, talking to a small portion of the fans, and whose goalkeeper was behind the net, <laughs> retweeting a clip of his one save in a 9-0 defeat. <laughs> Which is a bit handbags, but it's, it was, it's it's not very Blair-like, actually. No, though, is it? no Good. it's a bit Sarky, isn't it? Like it, like Sarky Blair. And uh, the Labour left have responded to this by making Rebecca Long Bailey the odds-on favourite to win the. I mean, so they probably said, "Well, you, you, yeah. Sarky Blair, go off and join the Tories." Sixty percent of all bets have been for Rebecca Long Bailey. Her odds have gone to uh, six to five on, so five to six, basically. Yeah. Uh, that was it. She's in from four to one. He's, he's, what you can't see, listeners, he's doing the. You're old doing the I'm doing the, the in tribute to John McCreary. Yeah, this he year, did. Didn't yeah. He? Kenny yeah. Lynch died on Wednesday. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, forever on the run. Yeah. Now he's, who's left from the band on the run cover? Oh, who's still of alive. Uh, Macker, obviously. Yeah. Poor old lovely Linda's. Lovely Linda. She's focused, isn't she? Um, uh, Denny uh, Lane is still going. Right. Is John Conti dead? Oh, I don't know. I think John Conti think might, he have been, might be. He must have been dead for quite a while. We need to he? check because if he's not, we've just done a massive yes. libel. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. I, I will update you on his well-being. As, um, as um, well, exactly. As that's right. Yeah. As Alan Brazil so rightly said on the the he, he yes. announced the death of <laughs> TV's John Shaw, didn't he? Inspector Morse. Yeah. I'm certainly sad about TV's John Shaw. And when they said, Wasn't it Thor? And when they said it was, it's it's Thor, Ellen. Oh, he, said, he said, he said, I've been saying that all morning. John, if you're listening, mate, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the cover now. Michael Parkinson is still with us. He is. So Michael Parkinson is still with us. James Coburn, Clement Freud, uh, the less said about him, the better. And uh, John Conti is still with us. Hurrah! <laughs> If you'd like to come on the show and prove it, uh, John, then by all means. Uh, Christopher yes. Lee is no longer with us, is he? No. No, he's he's departed. Um, it's a good cover, that, actually. There's a really good documentary about and the, lovely uh, Linda the, the filming, the, the, the you know, yes, making of that yes, cover. Have you seen that? Yes, it was great. Yes. Yeah, good. Um, Glad we all enjoyed that. I will. Uh, I must also stop at this moment to say my... my my great friend John T. Young, who will be known John to T. any, yeah. any yeah, yeah. listener who hails from the Norwich area, he's like the unofficial mayor of, of the well, certainly the mayor of the Norwich Lanes area. He's the he? he's the mayor of Norwich Cool. He is, which is uh, why you hang around with him. Which is, uh, and uh, it's completely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm hoping to, that he bit adds a cool, bit of credibility to yeah, my. It's not uh, worked this far. Not Steve. really, no. But he was once dispatched to the in the early days of Linda McCartney's vegetarian food empire. Yeah, he was dispatched to the shop to buy a, a packet of her sausages. Yeah, for yeah. his then vegetarian partner to eat. Yeah, yeah. and he went in and uh, asked. For 
He said, have you got any of Linda Lou Sardi's sausages? <laughs> and when the shopkeeper laughed in his face, he was so distressed that he, he left and he turned back. He went, but went home empty-handed. Linda Lou Sardi's sausages. sausages. I mean, she's missing a trick. She was very much so. She should have launched them exactly the same time. A bit like when people, when the internet first started, people used to f- do slightly different <laughs> websites so that yeah, you would go there instead right. by accident. Because pe- sausages. I bet Johnty wasn't the only one. And no. for those people who saw the comedy in Linda Lusardi's sausages, yes, exactly. Kelvin at the Sun would have got right behind that. He would have had a posing with some with a string of sausages around her neck and everything. Well, absolutely. It's like Alan Brazil's nuts, which were briefly available, weren't yeah, they? Yes, in pubs. Yes. I bought some nuts. I've been doing all the fun things on my holiday. You bought, bought some nuts? Bought some nuts yesterday. Do you like a big tub of nuts at Christmas? Do you know... I like a big tub of I'm nuts. Not, I'm, I used to eat a lot of nuts when I was healthy. Yeah. Um, but I'm not any nut anymore, so I bought peanuts, which aren't actually nuts, are they? And they're I don't like... Salt and vinegar peanuts. Salt and vinegar peanuts? I'm going to have them tonight. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Salt and vinegar peanuts. And they're, they're expensive, aren't they, old peanuts? Peanuts are I love a crisp. Yeah. I'm a big crisp man. Yes. But I thought, I'm going to have some of these peanuts. I was on the crisp pile. I'm on my holiday. Why yeah. the hell not? Well, exactly. I was going to watch The Irishman. Oh, well. But I didn't. Strong recommend. Yeah, is it good? I would say. Did you watch it in one sitting? Uh, no, of course not. I, I've not met anyone who's no. watched it in one sitting yet. No, of course not. But it's only three and a half hours, isn't it? It is strong recommend. I'll tell you what is also strong recommend is Marriage Story. Very, very good. Marriage Story. Marriage Story, also on Netflix. Adam mm. Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, all right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Is it a rom-com? It's a... Well, it's about a divorce. Oh. So it's a feel-good movie of the... the <laughs> feel-good movie of the Thanks, season. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Scarlett Johansson is brilliant. I'm, uh, yeah, Adam Driver in this is sensational. Okay. Who, of course, is Kylo Ren in the new yeah. Star Wars film. Yeah. Which I've yet to see. I haven't worked, it's not out yet. Well, it is out when people are listening to this. Only just? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's out on Friday, isn't it? It's out on Thursday. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Mark Kermode. Uh, tell us. So, so Blair doesn't want Rebecca Long Bailey. Well, clearly not. The Bucky's are backing the her. The Bucky's are backing her. The Corbynistas are backing her. Angela Rayner. I mean, I, I think Angela, I think it's the wrong way around, don't you? I think Angela Rayner should be standing for leader, and Rebecca Long Bailey should not be standing for leader. I don't know. Second favourite. Yeah. Who's the second favourite? Uh well, I'd probably say Kia. It's now Lisa Nandy. Is it? Who's oh, well, Kia. Nandy's been backed by the Mirror. Yes, Kevin Maguire. Do you know what? Nandy. That is not a bad shout by Maguire. Uh, what do you think of Nandy? Well, I think she was. I think she was able to articulate a sort of not pro Brexit, but a we must honour the result way. A pragmatic. Without, a pragmatic, yeah. without being shrill about yeah, it, yeah. Like, like, say, Caroline Flint was. Yes, yes. So I think Nandy is good. I've also got, um, from uh, from 2016, I've, I think I've got uh, 30 quid on Lisa Nandy to be the next Labour leader, which I got at 18 to 1, I believe, Ooh. just after Jeremy Corbyn uh, became leader. Right, so, right, um, good. Um, so we could have a few bevies if Nandy wins. Well, I mean, that's quite a, that's quite a chunk of change, not, isn't not it? Not bad, not so, bad at all. Um, so, yes. Well, Nandy's not a bad shout. Uh, Keir Starmer has gone out to 17 to 2, then it's mm. Jess, who I think is nah, not going to win. Just, nah. 
Sure. Uh, I hope she's brought into any front bench. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yvette Cooper, 33 to 1. Clive Lewis, our chum, 40 to 1. Rayner, who said that she is going to, um, not going to stand for leadable. Stanford Deputy Leader is 50 to 1. Stephen Kinnock is 100 to 1 behind Luciana Berger, who's not even in the Labour Party. <laughs> what about Linda Lusardi? Uh, Linda Lusardi and her what sausages. What odds can you get on Linda Lusardi and a one. pair of sausages? Yeah. Holding a sausage like Millie Randell, that banana. Um, there was someone blaming that banana for everything that's gone wrong. David Miliband's banana. <laughs> everything that's happened since that moment. If uh, he hadn't opposed with that banana, he would have been Labour leader. He would have won in 2010. Yes. He wouldn't have had Brexit. If someone has gone right the way back and that banana... And it was is, all the fault of that banana. Do you reckon it was? Well, I mean, he, you know, in, in hindsight, he should have challenged Gordon Brown, shouldn't he? Yeah. And he probably would have beaten Gordon Brown. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there was that was, I think, what was he was gearing up to do. But and then he chickened out. But certainly you wouldn't have had the opening up of the Labour Party to the, no. the sort of entryism that we saw which delivered it's Jeremy It's all Cumbin. your fault, David Miller. We thought you were our saviour, and as it turns out, you were our r- ruiner. Ruiner. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still with International Rescue? And which one of the Thunderbirds does he do? The green one. All of them. I like David Billy I used to see him on the tube heading back towards Chalk Farm quite a lot. He liked the tube. Banana? I didn't ever see him with a banana. Does that mean he's married to Marina? Aqua Marina? Marina. Aqua Marina. Marina. She used to swim like this at the She did swim. I don't know. Was someone. what was I prefer Terra Hawk. She couldn't talk, could she, Marina? No, yeah, no, I don't think she could. But could she hear? I think she could hear. Because there wasn't. Didn't she? Because sign language would have been extremely difficult with, for, with, with super variation. Yeah. Would have been difficult. I I don't know why she didn't speak. I'm sure there's a dissertation on the um, yeah on the on the on the rampant sexism of of, of Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds, and beyond. Uh, Did you watch Terra Hawks? Terror Hawks. Yeah. I like that with those little balls that used to roll around and blow up. They were very good. Yeah, they were. They, I, were, they were good. I also like the fact that the what was she called Zelda? The the sort of the her her hairstyle was. Yeah. She had the the hairstyle from the, the same hairstyle as the members of the Bandy Alarm. <laughs> she had a sort of proto wig. And the Alarm were a good band. The Alarm. Well, she was. They were a band. Oh, we're not on that again, are we? <laughs> My mum listened. I made my mum listen to the the bit about embrace on the pod last week, and she went, "Oh, Richard, I hope they don't hear." Brilliant. <laughs> She's brilliant, isn't she? she Do you know what she good. just said? She just stopped. She said, "Oh, I know what I was going to say to you." I went, "What?" She went, "Hills. We just don't notice them." That's good. <laughs> we just don't notice the hills. I had to, I had to drill down for about an hour. Excuse me. Drill down for about an hour. I figure out what she was talking about, and she was saying if you live in a hilly part of the country, you just don't notice. You it. just don't notice. I had a vision that she was like bumping into them and stuff. Yeah. Oh, what's they put that there? <laughs> so who who would you who would you go for then? Out of them, who's your money on now? I know you've got money on Nandy, but for, uh, do you think Rebecca Long Billy is the only option? I mean, it just so much of it depends on what happens now, doesn't it? Because are they going to? You, I mean. Are they going to, you know, if look if if Carrie people like Seamus Mill and Carrie Murphy stay now, Carrie Murphy was said to be going off to run 
Rebecca Long Bailey's campaign, which God. I think would be good news for Lisa yeah, Dunn, Lisa yeah, absolutely. and everybody else, judging by the way she ran the, the uh, general Rebecca election campaign. Long Bailey should distance herself as far as possible away from them lot. Yeah. If she's got any sense. But they're, they're now talking about, you know, Carrie Murphy spoke at the, uh, when, when Corbyn spoke on Tuesday night at the meeting of the PLP, Carrie Murphy spoke about denying, you know, entry to people who don't agree with our. Our, um, you know, our, our, our beliefs and stuff like that. So going through the, um, going through the, 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 you know, people who are now joining the Labour Party. It depends, you know. What if they said, well, nobody who joined the Labour Party after the election gets a vote in this, which the, they, they could very well do. They could. In which case, it's another, you know, it's another sort of Corbyn, well, Corbyn Easter stitch up. Someone in my ears keeps dropping a ping pong ball or something. Can you hear that? No, is there? There's a ping pong ball pinging somewhere in this studio. Oh my goodness! Who is it? I don't know. The this is this is a perfect opportunity for the Corbynistas to completely close off the party, make them absolutely dyed in the wool socialists who will never change, and at the same time ensure that Liberal will never be a party of government ever again. Yes. And it, I mean, if they think that that's the right thing to do, then they are they are handing this nation over to the Conservatives forever. Yes, um, and that's yeah. I mean, it's if you believe in the Labour Party, and I think Ian Dunn writes about this in the print edition of the New European, um, which is out. Well, it'll be out now. Out now. It'll be out now. It came out on Thursday. What's on the cover? It's really good. It's there's a panto cover. Boris, oh, Boris Johnson is dressed up as Widow Twanky. Ah, oh, great! And I love saying, the Christmas special. He's saying Brexit. It's behind you, and the crowd is saying, "Oh no, it is." Oh, good. I like it. Um, I'll go and have a look after it this. It is. It's I, very good. I love a panto, me. So Ian Dunn is saying, you know, join the Labour Party, fight for the Labour Party. I think Andrew Adonis is also saying this. Um, and, um, yes, <clears throat> the Ian Dunn column is excellent, by the way. Do you know what? We, a lot of people left. It would have been better not to, really, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? To fight for... A lot of people left in protest. I usually recommend staying. Who? In these, remaining in these, in these situations. Yeah, yeah. I know, but a lot of people were so annoyed with Corbyn and so upset with Corbyn's labour that they quit in protest, but they should have stayed and fighted. Yeah. They should have, shouldn't they? Stayed and fighted. Stayed and had a fight. Yeah. Stayed fight. and fighted. Stayed and fighted. Is that, no. What's wrong with that? It's wrong. Fighted. Fighted. <laughs> Fighted. Oh dear, yeah. I don't know what you've been doing. I fighted him. Shall we talk about the? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, it looks like double cough. Double coughing. Yeah. Shall we talk about the Tories briefly? Yes, please. Well, not briefly. We've we've got to fill out quite a long time. Because <laughs> they've made a great start, haven't they? Brilliant start. Yeah. I'm at, have, I'm over the moon. Because they have said. Remember when we said all those things about? Yeah. Keeping the same environmental standards. Only joking. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for it again. When we said we'd give you a vote on whether to extend the trade talks if we hadn't done a trade deal by the end of the year, yep. that was wrong. That was wrong, yeah. And then they, Dominic Cummings said... I thought you were leaving. He said, well, I thought he was leaving. Is he well, better? He's staying now, he's better now. Oh, yeah. God. I think he's probably done an operation on himself. He would, he's the sort, isn't he? I like, don't need these experts. Who, who does that, maybe like Rambo? Got, like, maybe he got Michael Govin to do it for him. <laughs> right. I can do this. I've got it. Films in the eighties always had a scene where someone took a bullet out of their own skin with a with a knife, didn't they? Well, the Terminator 
did it in his, with his eye, didn't but he? That but, he's, but he was he a robot. He was a robot, so that were a bit different. But yeah, there was quite, there's, it's, there's still quite a bit of that going on, isn't there? No, I know why you cry. Um, now I know why you cry. That's the end of Terminator 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. He lowers him down into the... Does he give it the thumbs up? As he's he does a little thumbs up old, when he's in the... He's in, the in the old pit? Yeah. Um, I wonder what happened to the guy who was in Terminator 2, the young lad, because he was a big star for about five minutes. What was he called? Edward Furlong? Yes, that's right. Yes. The final Furlong. The final Furlong. With Edward. Uh, Child stars, very strange, aren't they? Like David Miliband, basically. Whatever happened to him? He was (laughs) child star of the Labour Party. He was, I guess, wasn't he? Yeah. Whatever happened to him? He held a banana and now he's a puppet. No, exactly. (laughs) Having to live on a blue page of Tracy Island. You just never With know. A woman what, who can't speak. The slightest little thing who could change the fish. The entire, damp. <laughs> the entire world. One minute you're you're going to be the leader of a country, and the next minute was you're she a, a mermaid. She wasn't a mermaid. I think. Was she? She, well, I, my, in my head, she was. She could swim a lot. She was I very mean, good at holding she her was breath. Good underwater, but she she liked a tail, didn't she? Did she? No, I don't think she had a tail. I think she had feet. You're right, because I can see her little feet doing that. Well, I mean, mermaids have feet on dry land, don't they? Or the Daryl Hannah certainly did. Oh, no, there's a film. Yeah, it's good, When she's in it? the bath. Very good, splashing around. My mum used that bath scene in, in Splash to, get you to, to warn to... about the dangers of using a hairdryer in the bath. Oh, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that, no, she don't said. Do don't it. do that. No, but then I didn't that. have... I, I was a young boy in the north, so there was no hairdrying going on. No. And also... Didn't have fish. You didn't have. What do you call a. I didn't have a fishy back end. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I had legs. So I wouldn't need to quickly dry them in the yes. bath. You know, I wouldn't need to do that. Good um, film, that. I don't think we talked last week about Boris Johnson's sort of his, his campaign to heal Britain, did we? I mean, Andrew Bridgen talked about it, didn't he? Heal Britain, make it a better place. And it could be, he could sing that, and it could be the start, the the re... Um, oh, yeah, the, the, it would help. Yes. And you'll tell me what the word is when I say it. would help. Was it fighted? It would fight it. It would, it would, it would help to restore Michael Jackson's oh, yes. tarnished tarnish, reputation. Slightly tarnished <laughs> reputation. If Boris Johnson were to sing... His own version of Heal the World. Heal the World, make it a better place. Yeah. Heal the North. Heal the North. He loves it up north, doesn't he? Oh, he loves it up there now. He How long before he's got himself a whippet? Yeah, that would and be a, good, or a, it? Or a... Um, uh, oh, do you know what? I can't think of anything today. A ferret. Ferret. Down his trouser leg. I love a ferret. They're grand animals, ferrets. They're quite vicious, aren't they, Oh, they could, they're bitey, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're quite loyal. Yeah. And you can walk them. Lots of people do walk you ferrets. Can walk a ferret. Oh, I have, I, every time you go to Greener Park in Huddersfield, someone's walking a ferret. Local eccentrics like a ferret. But don't they, what do they use the ferrets for? To catch stuff? Just as a pet. Just as a pet. You, they don't I don't think you can rat. Rats you can't like rat that. with a ferret because ferrets aren't big enough. It, listeners, if you know whether you can rat with a ferret, please, please do let us please please know. Please do let us know. There are better things to rat with. At the uh, new European. Do you know what? I I had a. <laughs> Can you rat? I needed a. a I needed Some a chief ratter. Where this was going to go after Brexit? But I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's quite clear. Can you can you rat with a ferret? <laughs> I, I I was a, as an ex Northerner. Yeah, I think. Well, you I, think we're still a Northerner. I am, but I'm a I'm a gentrified you Northerner are, yeah. now. Um, when I needed a chief mouser or a chief ratter, do you know what I bought? 
Uh, yeah, go on. A toy poodle. Oh. And he did a really good job. That's good. Mm. He chased them off. Yeah, yeah. Big puns as well. Very good. Yeah, killed a few. I was going to say, when he said all that about healing and yes. bringing the country back together. Yes, please do about that. About two hours before, he said that Remainers had to put a sock in put it sock and in stop it, yeah. their miserable threats of a second referendum. He did, he did. I think... It's a weird one for us as Remainers, and 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 because and as we said on last week's show, and I, I listened back to it, and I, I, I and I absolutely, st- I wanted to see how how um, much sense I was making, and frankly, I was making more sense then after not slept for twenty four hours than I am now. But you know, the thing about fighting for rejoin, I think that's, I, I think that you know, we've we've absolutely got to get behind that. But I do think that for those who were, are not as passionate about Brexit, maybe voted Remain but sort of go, oh, do you know what, you know, we lost and we've got to see through that kind of thing. The ones who aren't as um, aren't as fighty as us, yes. aren't willing to fight it yes. like we are. I think there is, a, there is a feeling in the country of just, oh, thank God it wasn't another hung parliament, at least, you know, at least there is some kind of stability, even if it's not stability we like or we want. I think there is a sigh of relief in the country. I think there is, uh, I think that is definitely a thing. And I'll give you a bit of insight. from That will wear off. Yeah, it will wear off. Quickly. Very very quickly. And I think, I'll give you some insight from the print edition of the New European, which I still urge you to buy, by the way. It's a double issue. Do I have to buy it? 64 pages, and I'll give you one for free. that's very kind. 64 pages, three quid. It's on sale. Is it still three quid? It's on sale. It's You've kept quid. it at three quid. Yeah, we kept it at three quid. That is it? awfully kind of you. Um, and, we didn't um, used to. Alistair Campbell <laughs> is wrapping up the events of the last couple of weeks. Is he? And he says, and I think rightly, he says, he's talking about the people's vote and what went wrong. Yeah. And he says, to be honest with you, we didn't ever really find an answer to the question of why this should be overturned when people voted for it. Yes, I think that is I think um, that is right. And I, I mean, I'm a campaign genius, as you're aware. Yes. I would have won for Remain. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a good Dominic Cummings. Yeah. Um, and whenever I'm asked to help out on campaigns, I say no, because it wouldn't be fair. Yes. Because I'm just too good. That's right. And I would have won for Remain on my holiday idea. Yeah, you would have. Just don't say anything else. Don't say anything else. Just campaign on Spain. Yeah, the campaign in Spain, the campaign on a plane should be in Spain. Yeah, would have been my and it was I, internal, and I would have won, and I would have won we were, this one. Was it that we were all going to get a month off to go to Spain? No, no, no. What was it? That would be good though. Yeah. <laughs> that one, we'll do that one. Yeah. No, on my idea was just just talk about how much more it's going to cost you to go on holiday. Oh, that's right. Like yeah. nothing, literally, don't talk about anything else. If they try and get you to talk about something else, go. No, I just want to talk about Spain. Yes. On this, uh, for the people's vote, immediately they should have said, we're not campaigning for another referendum. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> you agreed to that. Really quickly, I haven't finished yet. Yeah, go on. We're, we're campaigning for a confirmatory vote, just like Jacob Rees-Mogg. So. That's right, yes. But they didn't, until halfway through, someone went, oh, we should, they just didn't get there together quick enough. No, no, they didn't. Confirmatory vote. Oh. I'm not having to go at anyone. And I also because I'm a genius. I when it comes also to these think sort of that, the, that it ended that, that some of the some of the credibility of those arguments ended when they started saying, you know, we should have a we should the, the, the question in the people's vote should be, we're leaving with a hard Brexit or we're not leaving at all, mm. and mm. and really it should have had lots of other things on the. You know, a suggestion of there, Boris's deal, Theresa May's deal, yeah. the Norway deal. Yeah. You know. The problem is that no one, 
I, I, I'm not suggesting that this is the case um, because I know a lot of people who have worked for um, uh, People's Vote and other you know affiliated groups, and they're all they all absolutely want the best for this country. There's yes. absolutely no doubt about it. But th- what them and us, and it's worth us having a look at ourselves as well as ca- as a campaigning tool. I don't think have have ever quite done is get away from Brexiteers are idiots. Yes. And I'm not saying anyone, anyone of us have called. I mean, obviously, we make fun of Brexiteers are in the public eye. I think that's absolutely yes. right we're and gonna, just. We're you know, and, you know, in, satire is very important. But there has been a feeling just down the pub, you know, of yeah. general folk of we are better than you because you didn't understand why this is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we can't win people over like that. No, and I think true. Bonnie Greer. Um, mentioned it very well when we did our live pod in October. She says, we've got to stop calling them idiots and we've got to convince them that they were wrong. And you don't convince anyone of your argument by saying, you're an idiot. No. You, no. Don't, you don't do that. But no. we can, we've got, hey, there's still time. There is still time. This fight is not lost. It's just changed. This fort is not lost. This fort is fighted. It's not fighted yet. <laughs> it's not fighted yet. It's not fighted. We need to, be, we need to stay and fight. More fighting. We do. We are not fighters yet. Uh, I want to talk about coping mechanisms. Yes, please. Uh, the listener will need a coping mechanism to get to the end of this pod. It will do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about coping mechanisms. Let's so. talk about it after this break. Steve, tell me how to cope. I'll tell you how to cope. The first thing you should do is... Because do you know what I've turned to? Go, is, it, is it the drink? What I've, is it? Is it Murder, She Wrote? <laughs> Cheese. You turn to cheese. I love cheese. But I've also been watching Judge Rinder. Judge Rinder. Well, that's is it Judge Rinder and she is... Oh, I don't know. Is it cheese? Cheese, yeah, cheese Rinder. I've been eating cheese and watching Judge Rinder. Judge Rinder, the lovely Rinder. This morning there were a, there were an argument between Rinder, Father Christmas and an elf. Really? Yeah, you had to sort out a dispute between Father Christmas and an elf. And oh this elf, I, t- I tell you what, I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling here, but it is Christmas, and I, you know, I'm on holiday, so stick with me. Yeah, go on. This elf was hired to be a Christmas elf. Yeah. She's also a Zumba teacher. Ooh. But that's just an aside. Okay. Um, she, I, I was invited to the Zumba Christmas party this year. Were you? Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm not going. No. Um, I don't do Zumba. I wondered why you were wearing that leotard. <laughs> My mum does Zumba, and she invited me to the Zumba oh, Christmas okay. party. Um. So the elf Golden was Zumba. The yeah, the elf was uh, employed by Father Christmas yes. to do some appearances at two schools. Two two appearances. Two, two schools. schools. Do you know how much the elf was getting paid for those two appearances? I don't know. Minimum wage. Eight hundred quid. Eight hundred. Eight hundred quid. That's a good whack for an elf. I mean, it won't have been a day's work, surely. And she said, "Children, just said, and what does the work entail?" She said, "Well, welcoming the children and handing out chocolate coins." That's not bad, is it? 800 quid! But, but something went wrong, clearly, otherwise well, it wouldn't have been the court of Judge Rinder. The school. Is Judge Rinder, is it British? A, yes. Oh, okay. And he is a solicitor. Oh, it's a man? Yeah. It, it's based on Judge Judy, which yes, you may have seen. I'm aware of Judge Judy. He must work. know who Judge Rinder is. Robert, no. I think he's called Robert Rinder or Richard Rinder. Or, no, I don't know. He's a bald fella. He did, uh, he did that where they do funny dancing, I think. What's that called on a Saturday night? Strictly, strictly funny dancing. Strictly funny dancing. And yeah. he does... Oh, he's a celebrity. The Brexit, been, the Brexit guy won, didn't he? The Emmerdale Brexit man. Did he? Yeah. The don't guy know. who won... 
was Brexit Emmerdale man. He had to he had to cleanse his social media, didn't oh, he? Before yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah, we had yeah. him as Brexit of the week. We did. He won, did he? He won. He's yeah. a double winner this autumn. Well, it's a big. It's been a big week for him. Yeah. He, the, um, the ballot box. Yeah, Judge Rinder. Everyone who's listening, apart from you, knows who Judge Rinder is. Yeah. He's bald fella. He's got. A, he's got. A, Not Judge Pickles. He was bald. He's got a no. He's got a. Um, he's got a. Um, he's got a very quick wit. Oh, he's got quick wit. Quick witted. He is. And he was he was on Michael McIntyre, it's a big game show, whatever it's called. You love that. I love Michael McIntyre. I don't watch much TV, but I was persuaded to sit down and watch them. Bill Hicks, Hicks, Richard Pryor, yeah, <laughs> McIntyre. Shakes his little head, doesn't he? It, it rhymes with Richard Pryor for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, tell me how to cope because I can't carry on watching Shudrinder. Well. If you read Ian Dunt's great piece in the print edition is that, this week's New Year's Is that a starting point? Yeah, he, he gives you things to do, lots of campaigns to join. Uh, oh, really? Says, That's a good idea. It's very, very good. Is one of them re- listen to the New European podcast? It isn't, no. It's, but neither is, is it. a word. It, neither is it listen to yeah. Ian Dunt's <laughs> inferior Romaniacs podcast. Slightly inferior. Well, it's much better, isn't it? Wow. It's actually got proper discussion on. It doesn't have the rather than it do, but people it who can't say fought. Everyone fighted. fighted. Everyone, everyone hits as we don't care. It doesn't have that. No, it doesn't have that. Yeah. That's true. Um, but we invited the listeners to tell us how they were coping. Good, um, good this. Now there are three three main camps here. Uh-huh. First okay. camp, uh, Jill McKenna is in this. Isabel is in this. Uh, there are. Um, a couple more people who are in this, um, who basically said that they're avoiding the radio and TV news. Well, that's kind of what I've done. Sticking to print journalism only. They don't want to see any crowing. They don't want to really hear. Has they been? I don't. To be honest, I've not seen anyone going. No, 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 no. Brexit's going to get done. Well, I've not exactly, really seen yeah, that. Have you? Yeah. Is that uh, a social media thing? I think that is largely a social media thing. I have not thing, been on yeah. Twitter since uh, so, so, Thursday. So, so that is one... Um, that is one. Jill McKenna said, I've deleted my Brexit podcast. Now, I would recommend deleting Brexit podcasts like Brexit Cast and Remaniacs, but I would recommend keeping the new European Absolutely. Brexit yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, recommend still subscribing to that. Then there is another... Um, the, the, the third thing... Yeah. The, sorry, the second thing... Second thing. Counting. I can't of, speak. You can't people count. people who are thinking of leaving the country. Oh, it's a bit drastic, uh, isn't the it? The completist, uh, he or she is moving to the Netherlands. Uh, various other people have said, well, I've got an Irish passport... Uh, all of this kind of stuff. Uh, Alex Bryanson uh, is making plans to move. He says, when the far right's in power, things don't go well for disabled gay guys. Um, somebody else was moving to Sweden. I think um, stay and fight. Uh, we shouldn't have left the Labour Party. We damn well won't be run out of Britain. Come on, let's stay and yeah, fight. Stay well, and fight, well, guys. Exactly. We, we need few, these. We uh, need you guys. JP Albuquerque is planning to go and says uh, he is that will John be Paul's real name? John Paul Albuquerque. John Paul Albuquerque. That's yeah. a fantastic name. I wish that was my name. JP Albuquerque is planning to go and he says we'll be. He will be completely out of the country no. right, by the thirty first of December, twenty twenty. Stay, stay, um, stay and fight. There are uh, there are some outriders. My right. friend, my friend Alan Hempsall, yeah. who you you have met, yeah. former uh, singer of, oh, I think he's still the singer in Crispy Ambulance, the Fire Factory band. Yeah. He said he's been he's been telling himself he's been listening to his echo chamber too much, 
uh, and that Boris's red conservatism might turn out like Blair's blue socialism. Mm. Um, he says that that is working for him at the moment. Um, uh, some people are even move, thinking of moving to just to different parts of the country. Claire is uh, talking about leaving London and moving to Inverness to get away from a decade of toxic Tory control. The third group, though... Inverness? The third... Well, it's in Scotland. Oh, I know it? where it is. You know. <laughs> uh, the third group, though... London's a brilliant... What do you think their coping Pro- mechanism is? London is the most liberal city on earth. Don't worry about it. Stay in London. You'll be bored in Inverness. What's the third? The Happy Rhino... The happy says, rhino. The happy rhino. He's, he's not very happy. Oh. oh, he's got a Kiwi passport as well. The happy rhino. But he says drink is his coping mechanism. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that for at least another few days. Uh, it's Christmas in it, so I will just drink till the New Year. He says that. Uh, Carl Renner uh, says drink, drink, drink and a Star Wars triple bill. Oh, yeah. uh, Lizzie Ammon. I wonder which three he's going for. Who is the fine uh, cricket journalist from the Times. Yeah. Says, uh, oh no, she's not drinking, but she has been binge watching Call the Midwife. Oh god, that's torturous! Don't Mostly do that. Mostly crying my way through them, it's not working. Pete Keeley, Call the Midwife, don't watch that garbage. Uh, Pete Keeley says, I am reading Great Expectations and drinking copious amounts of red wine. I will move on to Bleak House and Hard Times next, as shall we all. I'll, t- I'll give you my, my tips if we're. G- I- I'm reading Anarchy by William Darimple. Oh, yeah. And it, I've nearly finished, and it's brilliant. Have yeah. you read it? No, I've not read oh, it. Oh, it's yet. fantastic. I didn't know much about the East India Company. I knew the headlines. Yes. I saw it in the shop, actually. It's, it's really good. And if you haven't got time to read it, then download it from BBC Sounds. It's excellent. Oh, very good. I've listened to both. And also, um, Judge Rinder. Judge Rinder. Okay, Callum. Callum, yep. Callum, I don't know his surname, but he says uh, his coping mechanism is cocaine and jaffa cakes. Oh, I'm not sure we can advocate Class A drug use as a coping mechanism. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, we can't. I don't, is cocaine is it a, a drug? Cake, is it a cake or a biscuit? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but cocaine is and jaffa cakes. Is he snorting the cook off the jaffa <laughs> cake the and jaffa then eating cake. around the edge and then <laughs> licking the chocolate off? Exactly. And, then. <laughs> uh, and uh, but various people, other people are, are fighting. Dave K. Come uh, on, come says, on. I'm oh. coping by listening to one song from 1997 over and over again. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. By Chumbawamba. By Chumbawamba. Uh, tub thumping. Tub thumping. And Chumbawamba were never going to be that successful in capitalist um, music. No, they were <laughs> they, they made an album and, and told everyone not to buy it, to right. steal it. <laughs> <laughs> they were always knocking around the lead scene, old Chumbawamba, and they'll still be going, bless them. So those are the coping mechanisms. And, he, and also, shout out again, Ian Dunn's piece, that will leave you full of inspiration. Uh, Good. Also in print edition of the New European... Don't do it. ...is the Brexiteers of the Year. Now, I'm not going to spoil this, because I want you to actually to go out and buy the print edition. Yes, yes. You know, now more than ever, please go out. Now it's more than ever. It's three quid. Yeah. Subscribe. Do it. You know, let's, let, let's, let's keep this going. It's 64 pages, three quid. Brexiteers of the Year will include... Charlotte Gill. Are you aware of Charlotte Gill? Yeah, but I can't. I don't know why. Journalist. Yes. She works for the Sun. Yes. She works for the Telegraph. I don't know her, but she yes. works for the Mail on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. She was appalled. Appalled. She was appalled last Friday night when "Have I Got News for You" came on, and it had jokes in it about the Conservative Party. It did. It was. And good. she said, "I can't believe "Have I Got News for You" is laying into the Tories, even now, 
have they learned nothing? <laughs> the majority so what, we're of, not allowed satire. The majority of voters identify with Tories now. Gosh. We what? need to drain the swamp of these woke oh, automatons what? dominating the, the airwaves. What you will find is that, have I got news for you, quite, quite rightly, will sling muck at whoever's in power, and that is yeah, yeah. something to... Also, I'm not sure that the abolition of satire or political humour was in the 2019 Conservative Manifesto, but if you stick around till 2024, I'm sure Dominic <laughs> will get around to it. Yuri Geller I is, saw him a, is among the Brexiteers of the year. He were on telly this morning. He's claimed responsibility. As he, that's what he would have been doing on the he telly. He claims responsibility for everything, doesn't he? It was him that Yuri moved Geller. the ball a little bit just before Gary McAllister said, missed that penalty in 1996. He said he, he, he won it for the Tories by giving Boris Johnson a spoon that I had energised with positive energy. And it was a spoon that used to belong to Golden Meir, so it was even, it was even an anti, you know, anti-anti-Semitic uh, oh. spoon. An anti-Semitic uh, spoon. An anti-anti-Semitic anti, uh, anti, yes, anti, anti spoon. Uh, and, uh, Wouldn't that just be a Semitic spoon? He said, a Semitic, and he said um, I believe that Boris Johnson as PM is the very best thing for the UK right now concerning Brexit, which is a bit different from what he said in March, which was when he said he was going to use his psychic powers via spoons to stop Brexit. Yuri Geller, what a strange chap he is. He is very strange. He was mates with Michael Jackson, wasn't he? He was mates with Michael Jackson. Uh, what is, it, what is spoken, he actually? I, I used to speak to Yuri. When I employed David Icke, briefly, as a columnist on, on Football 365... Fantastic. I'm going to get comfy for this one. Um, the, he, the son of God, the David son of, Icke. The son of God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this before he's... It oh, must I, have been after... I had to sack him in the end, obviously, because... Uh, I, or I had to suggest... Is this that, a gag? No. no. <laughs> God, right. Well, let... So we employed, we employed David Icke was a sports reporter, wasn't he? was a sports reporter who then said that he had been imbued by godlike energies from another planet which had told him to wear purple clothes. Yeah. Now, David Icke has, has since emerged, and while we, when we hired him, it was as he was a former goalkeeper and sports reporter. And but later on, he's you know. But he must have been doing the lizard stuff. Well, there. he said. Well, he was doing the lizard stuff. Because he claims the queen was, is a lizard. I don't think lizard. it was sort of tied in then to, to, the, reptilian. to the sort of the the, the un, more unpleasant side of what uh, people who were connected with David Icke seem to believe about you know. Conspiracies of a new Global world order, and, uh, of, a, of a Zionist dominated new yeah, world order. Yeah, so in yeah. the end, David Icke and I parted ways. And Yuri was Geller, it because of that? Yuri, yes, it was because of that. Yeah, it did was, he get through his probation period? He passed his probation, um, and <laughs> his columns his columns were very interesting because they would tend to begin with things like, um, "I, I uh, did you watch Manchester United's narrow?" defeat to Arsenal on Saturday night I can't believe how Peter Schmeichel failed to narrow the angle when Dennis Bergkamp broke straight through. It reminded me of how the Bilderberg group <laughs> are treating all of us and you, and you sort of went well after a while. It was mildly entertaining for a while. But anyway, Yuri Geller noticed this and he noticed that David Ark, David Ark David Ark? <laughs> He'd build it in the arc with David Icke, <laughs> and uh, he noticed this, and and he. Um, so he was a big fan. Yuri Geller was a big fan of that particular column. And in, basically, what was it Football Three Six Five? Football Three Six Five, which was a, an early, it's still yeah. going. It was yeah, an yeah, early it football was website. Early and, adopter. Um, and he, 
Yuri Geller put himself forward to replace David Icke, and, it, and all I can remember about his, his ideas was that he, he signed he signed all his emails with with it said they said with great energy Yuri. Wow. Um, yeah. So did you employ Yuri Geller to write a column? No, because he sort of went, everything well, was about your, a spoon. What are your column ideas? And they were basically spoon based. <laughs> They were spoon based. He said, I know Mohammed Fayyad, he's a mate of mine, you know, Michael Jackson, I can write about all of them, you know. Um, And he was always, I think I had a phone conversation with him when he was in Tel Aviv, Um, but it was with great energy. Isn't he just, I think though, he's just a guy who hangs around. Famous, famous people, really. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, how does he get paid? I don't know. In, in spoons, clearly, in spoons that used to belong I mean, to. Does he live Mayer. in a? Does he live in a house? No, he lives in a giant spoon. Just underneath the. Yeah, underneath the spoon. Yeah. Uh, so also in Brexiteers of the Year, um, Steve Baker. Well, that was not a shock. Uh, Steve Baker, obviously, he. he one of my favourite things of the, the year was when he. Tweet did that tweet from the Tory Party conference, and it was a long sort of poemy thing. And we later discovered, "I give not uh, heaven for lost. From this descent, celestial virtues rising will appear more glorious and more dread." Sounds like one of David uh, Icke's columns. It went on and on, and then we when we worked out that was actually a speech that Satan made <laughs> yes. during Paradise Lost by John Milton. Satan. Uh, when you're reaching, reach, reach for the book of Satan quotations, you know your speech is going wrong before you've even made it. He wrote a great piece in the Sunday Telegraph after the election. Satan? Uh, no, Steve Baker. Oh. In the season of goodwill, isn't it time to... Ex- for, this is talking to Remainers like you and me. Mm. In the season of goodwill, isn't it time to accept the good faith of Brexit supporters like, like me? I ex- invite my opponents to accept defeat. <laughs> Forgive and I move like on. Uh, he said. He said he was going to forgive uh, all of us for being nasty about him. Right. Uh, and he said, even if you go on to create a party to which the Conservatives lose, God bless you. God bless you, Steve Holy Baker. Than, uh, God Steve, bless uh, you, Steve Baker. I tell you, who didn't get the uh, the um, the memo about healing though? Who? Janet Daly. Right. Sunday Telegraph. Yeah. Uh, she wrote a lovely piece called The People Have Got Their Revenge Against the Hated Remainer Diehards. Uh, I've just got some quotes from this. It's a very generous piece. Uh, the miasma of vitriol and hatred, shameless loathing, snobbery oh, mutated into eugenics and patronising guff. Eugenics? Uh, and then Nick Ferrari. Nick Ferrari. Uh, he stole, he stole my, um, stole my uh, question about Greg's. He did. How marvellous to see the likes of Dominic Grieve, Anna Subri, Emma Dent Code and David Gork turfed out, Chucker Ramuna and Sam Gimi are ignored, uh, and uh, also very much for the Conservatives' very own version of Hinge and Bracket, Lord Heseltine and Sir John Major. They've all got themselves to blame. And Richard Madeley, finally, in the Sunday Express, he said, I am delighted that I can watch the evening news without having to filter out the strains of Stop Brexit bellowed by that buffoon in the stupid hat. Well, let's see So let the healing begin. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's really my... uh, You can find out who the Brexiteer of the Year is by buying the print edition of the the, the New European. Is this... Can I be any clearer about this? (laughs) You have mentioned it a few times. I have, yeah. 
Um, so that's it for me, really. And that's it, and that's it for, for, for this year. For this year, we're going to we, we last of last couple of years we've done a, a mashup show. Yeah. But frankly, none nobody listened to it. No. So we're not even going to waste your time by by making it come onto your podcast. So we will be back. As normal in the first week of January, I presume, yes, Steve. We will. Hopefully, we God, will. Willing. Yeah, God willing. God um, willing. So, for me and Steve, until the new year, goodbye. Here you go. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.